welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are trying to, so- to decide between a cat and a seahorse. Oh, spoilers. Oh, shit, Megan. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. Okay, I think I got it. The gar- No, yes, the Garbage Fire Podcast. Oh no, man! It's all about ah being unironically passionate <laughs> to the point that you dive into depth for things that you love. Yay. I got there. Yay me! <laughs> nice job. Um, so it's been a while. It's been a minute. It has. Yeah, this time I'm... of year is just super busy. It is, and I feel like I need to just go ahead and apologize for two things right out the gate. Okay. Number one, my window is open right now, so there may be road noise, and I apologize for that, but my dog has to be able to go pee without me opening the door, so that's the situation. Number two is, oh my god, I've already forgot it. Oh no. Uh Uh-oh. Oh no. Oh, right. (laughs) Kelsey the Jinx has struck again. What did you do? I watched the fucking Raptors game last night. Oh, so is your fault that Kyle Lowry missed that shot? Well, there's a lot of things that aren't my fault, mainly about the last minute of that game (laughs) where there were a ton of mistakes by both teams. But I was on a streak where on games I did not watch, they won. And I was like, ooh, but this could be the one. So I didn't watch the first half. And then I was like, oh my gosh, my streak is alive. Because in the second half, they were coming back and they eventually got a lead. And I was like, yes, the curse is over. And then they lost by one. Yeah. So. Sorry. And we were like, oh, let's record Tuesday. Because we might be able to talk about, like, the Stanley Cup. And, and basketball. And basketball being over. And I just want to, you know, thank our Lord up above with her beautiful blonde hair and her magnificent breasts, the goddess of gods, Mother Earth. You have proven to me that, yes, hubris never works out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because I thought about that when I was driving home today. Because it took me a little bit longer to get home than normal. There was some traffic on the Hyundai and I was like... Kelsey did say when we decided to record today that maybe we could talk about hockey and basketball. I mean, we could talk about hockey and basketball, but there's nothing to talk about. Now there's nothing. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't watched any, like, any playoffs for hockey. So it was like, oh, Sunday night, yes. I We, like, made the plan. Let's do it Tuesday. Well, so much to talk about. Did I watch hockey on Sunday? No. <laughs> I did, because I was like, oh, maybe the Blues will win and the Bruins will go away. And then I was like, oh, Megan, stop being silly. See? (laughs) It is our God above, this beautiful, blonde-haired, magnificent-breasted woman. Just, like, just shoving it up our asses, man. It's true. true. With her gorgeous ebony skin. Ugh. Oh, ebony skin and blonde hair, hey? Yeah, you gotta, like, please both sides of it, I feel. I like it. Plus, like, she's God. Yeah. She can be whatever she wants with her magnificent skin and breasts. It's true. 
I, I like that you're kind of fixated on the breasts right now. <laughs> well, me- remember how you said you wanted a nap? Well, I went ahead and cracked open a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have a nap. I had like a 22-minute power nap. It was great. So I'm nursing a little vodka and soda here. Oh, so Jesus. <laughs> that might explain a bit more. Uh, it does explain a bit more. Man, unemployed you is so fun. <laughs> no, unemployed me is mostly depressed with short periods of, like, manic energy, and this is one of them. Well, your manic energy's fun anyway. Yeah, I try. Well, the alcohol tries. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, Well, that's four minutes, 40 seconds is back in. Well, all right, thanks for listening. There go our talking points. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, blah, blah. No. <laughs> you know what's going to happen when I do it at the end? I'm going to forget the order wrong, and it's going to bother me. Um, oh no! Yeah. Um. What was I? There was something I was gonna say, but I can't remember what it was. Um, if, but Megan, if God's magnificent breasts isn't the title of this episode, I'm gonna be very upset. Well, luckily, <laughs> we get to make our own titles, <laughs> and like we're not like uh, we're not like columnists where someone else writes the headline. Yeah. We get to write our own, all of our own copy. That's so deep. Imagine Megan. imagine thinking that this was fucking scripted. Jesus. We'd be the worst actors <laughs> in the world. Oh, gosh. I'm watching a baseball game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mets and the Yankees, second half of a doubleheader. What's new in the zoo for baseball? Um, what is, That's a good question. I don't really know. I haven't really been paying a lot of attention outside of, like, my small little pocket of baseball. Um, Aaron Judge is maybe going to be back from his oblique strain uh, on starting on the seventeenth. Oh, so that would be fun. That's going to be excellent. Yeah, until he like you know tears it again. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Baseball is good. I think the Yankees are actually leading the American League, perhaps, possibly, maybe. I don't know. Oh. They're definitely leading their division. Um, yeah, it's. Things are good right now. I'm enjoying it. It's fun to watch. That's excellent. I'm glad there's something fun for you to watch out there. Do you know what wasn't fun to watch? What? The U.S. Women's National Team beating Thailand today. Oh, no. They beat them 13 nothing. Oh, no. And, like, there comes a point... I read something... Someone on Twitter kind of summed it up pretty well. There comes a point, especially in soccer, where you just gotta stop. Like, but in soccer, isn't there, isn't like a goal differential in the? I gotta text Malcolm. Yes, there oh, is. No. Yes, goal differentials matter. But when if you're scoring more than like four goals more than your opponent, it probably doesn't matter anymore. Keep talking. I'm drafting a text message. So, <laughs> so like the way that it works out because they're in they're in their different pools or whatever, right? They're, they're yeah, round robin pools. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that just knowing what I know, uh, in their in their group. So the U.S. is in. I'm just looking it up here. They're in Group uh, F with Sweden, Chile, and Thailand. And in their group, uh, Sweden and Chile played already, and it was um, I don't know what the score was. The score is two nothing, and then the U.S. wins thirteen nothing. Um, for perspective, 
so far in uh, Group A with France, Norway, Nigeria, and the Korea Republic, um, there's been two games played and seven goals scored total. Uh, in Group B, there's been two games played and five goals scored. Group C, two games, six goals. Group D really sucks. Um, two games played and only three goals scored. Yeah. You know, so, and then the U.S., 13 goals. There's just, there's just something about that that I find a little bit distasteful. For sure. I think it's, I think it's frustrating because, um, it's humiliating, right? Uh And, like, that's the tricky thing with... Like, Alex Morgan scored five goals. I know, and that's excessive and, like, that's bad karma, right? And it is tricky because that's that's just the thing with the World Cup is, like, the pool draws are never even. Mm-hmm. Because you always have some upstart country who's a little bit weaker. You're always going to have your super strong points. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the NHL where the fucking Stanley Cup playoffs, one doesn't play 30. Mm-hmm. You know? So you're going to have these lopsided wins. But as a... I'm not going to defend this, but for perspective, as a soccer viewing fan, nil-nil games fucking suck to watch. So I could understand from an entertainment perspective mm-hmm. why this one would have been like, wow, crazy... But, like but it's if, also unnecessary. Well, yeah, if I'm going to watch a game with 13 goals, a soccer game, I would like it to be, like, a 7-6 game. Yes, absolutely. No, not a 13, no. <sighs> Those poor, poor It was, like, 3 nothing within 25 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, in any other, I don't know, you just kind of stop playing, right? Like, because that, that goal differential at the end of it all isn't going to matter. No, not the when US it's is that going to win their group, right? Like that's the thing is they're a hundred percent going to win their group. Yeah. Um, but anyway. no, I agree. That's yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, there comes a point where it's just not fun anymore. Where yeah. it's different, like in baseball, right? So like in baseball, every once in a while you get like a you get a team that all of, like they're facing a pitcher, and all of a sudden the pitcher's just like just shitty. Like you know, you just he can't he can't strike the guy out. Like it just doesn't seem to matter what he does. Or mm-hmm. can't get the calls or whatever, and then like, you know, there's four or five or six or seven runs scored in an inning or whatever. It's kind of fun because you know that when the next inning starts, chances are the it's going to be a new pitcher, and it kind of is like a brand new game. Yes, for sure. Whereas in soccer, like it's just the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, and like you rarely change out the goalie if ever. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not one of the substitutions. And if no. someone's getting substituted before, like, the 50-minute mark, something's, something's up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was... Really uh, so I had it on today. I uh, watched a little bit of it during my prep and just kind of had it on my computer and I was a little bit annoyed watching it. Yeah, that's... That's tough. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like our supreme goddess can smite them, so... No. She only uses her powers for good. She does. It's true. With her magnificent breasts. <laughs> Is that where she derives her power from? Well, of course. Okay. Don't we all? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was gonna say something, but then I'm like, no, never mind. That's oh, for no. after. No, that's just for after we. But that's for when we hit stop. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe before you forget, please text it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so I have a question. Have you watched, um, Always Be My Maybe on Netflix yet? Hell yes! Yes! Oh my god, let's talk about it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, where do you want to start? Um, it was fucking great. It was so funny. There were points where I had to, like, beg Chris, please pause it because I'm laughing hysterically. It was really good. Hysterically. And the one that really got me was when (laughs) fucking Marcus just bursts into Tom Ford it's like <laughs> check your attitude bitch just out of nowhere my favorite was when oh. was it Veronica is uh is her assistant yes when she gets a like water bottle from her thigh gap and she's like thanks for calling it a gap Jesus <laughs> there were so many good one liners in it was great so it was like it, it reminded me of like a grown-up version a more grown-up version of set it up what's that so that's also on netflix um and it's got lucy lewis in it and tay diggs and they play oh, like, like i saw the yeah i saw the like you know the little thumbprint for yeah it. and i really but liked it, that too was it good yeah i enjoyed it I enjoyed it a lot. So there's, like, so there's, like, so all the boys I've loved before is, like, very much, like, an adolescent thing. And then set it up as, like, that early 20s, you know, early mid-20s kind of thing. And then this is just, like, an older version. Okay. Which I kind of, because it is. It's geared to more towards people, you know, in their, like, mid to late 30s, right? Like, 30s, just based yeah. on their, and so, and I like that, because I'm, like, right in that, right in that demographic. Uh but yeah, I super enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. And it just, it's one of those movies where it just constantly surprised you. Like, Keanu walking in. Oh my god. So good. And I just went into IMDb because I was trying to remember a quote, but I clicked on trivia by mistake and I stumbled upon the most amazing fact would you like to hear it of course i would so during the filming of the movie keanu was also filming john wick 3 okay so he only had four days of availability so they were like shit he might not be able to make it let's uh consider some other people and there's a whole bunch of people i don't know who they are but the two Big ones, I'd say. Imagine these people just walking into that weird-ass restaurant like Keanu did. Uh, American director M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Or, and this is how it is put in the IMDb trivia section. Whoever did this is my fucking hero. It says, comma, and Paul Giamatti, in brackets, not Asian. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine if it was Paul Giamatti? Can you imagine? That would be so good. How she talked about all the crazy sex they were going to have. And did have. Uh, yeah, with Paul Giamatti. 
Holmes. With when, Paul When you say Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, the first thing I thought of was John Mulaney talking about his fucking dog, their Paul Giamatti face. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Everything no. is John Mulaney. It, it, everything is John Mulaney, it's true. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was good. I really, really liked it. I liked... I like that it was very much that she just like what's her name Sasha. Uh yes. Yeah, I just, I like that she was just like, for the most part like, in public anyway like such a ball buster and doing her thing, but like mm-hmm. that she allowed herself to be a little bit emotional about stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. But even like Marcus points it out that like her ball buster thing is her telephone voice. Uh-huh. And even Veronica calls it on her, too. Don't use your telephone voice on me, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, I, I really liked how that... That wasn't, like, her natural state of being. Yeah. God, it was so good. Did you cry your eyes out when you saw the Jenny's Way menu? Um, Because yes. I sure did. Because oh, I sure like... did. Oh, that was so, so good. Like, what a nice, what a nice send-off, and sort of, because, like, and, and, you know, I've watched it twice now, and so, like, watching it at the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, they set that up really well. Yeah, for sure. And I was a bit frustrated with her um, when she was so terrible to her parents, especially because they were trying to make amends, like, so badly. Uh-huh. And you knew it was important to them. But then, as a child of divorce, I was just like, mm. <laughs> There's also those points in your life where you're like, yeah, too little, too late, my dudes. Yeah. But I loved how the turning point for them was that they went to her restaurant and paid full price yes. for everything. <laughs> well, like, there's two things there. It's, there's, like, there's like the parent thing and not using that, but also, like, that's a very cultural thing. It's for like, sure. This is how proud we are of you, that we didn't feel like we needed to... We take, didn't feel not, like we need to take advantage. Yes, yes. Of and, knowing you. And you see those, like, little hints and tidbits that they are, like, incredibly frugal. Didn't he say, didn't your dad tell her to, like, ditch out a block early of the taxi so you don't have to tip or something yeah, like something that? Like that. That's just <laughs> like, ludicrous. Like, what? <laughs> oh, everybody's just trying their hardest out there. But yeah, it was um yeah, it was delightful. I really, really, really enjoyed it. It really showed me how much of a fucking kick ass actor Randall Park is. Because when he is trying to eat that sausage and ketchup spaghetti. Yeah. And he is trying so hard to eat it and also pretend like he's eating it. And it was just like a fucking master class in, in mm-hmm. veiled subtlety. Oh, it was great. It oh was very, God. it was very reminiscent of his like cameo on The Office. Yes, for sure. That, for like, sure, for sure. Dwight, come on, like just sort of like, oh man, it was so good. I really, really enjoyed it. It was lots of fun. Yeah. What does he say? Like, good on you for not seeing race or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and just that, like, very sort of droll delivery. He's he's being a gym. <laughs> he is. He very much is being a gym. I don't think he's a gym in this movie, though. No, not at all. He's more of, like, a creed. 
I was gonna say he's like Orion, <laughs> but like mixed, but like the, but with like the not douchey parts. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, maybe a Kevin is better then. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because he's like super lazy, but also mostly well intentioned. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But that might not be doing him justice. For sure. No, it was. I I was really impressed, and I also really liked this. Like, I liked that there was. Just no white people in it, basically. Yeah, I didn't even notice. Um, I only noticed it really the second time, but I just it was nice that it was just a movie that like just had people in it, and it wasn't like, you know, look at us making this, like, you know, here's our token or whatever. It was just like, here's this relationship. Yeah, and this is the world that they live in. Yeah. Like, everyone's yeah. world is not all white. <laughs> and then, like, fucking Daniel Dai Kim goes to India and, like, you know, whatever, hooks up with Padma Lakshmi. I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Daniel Day Kim is just, like, created by the goddess herself. Oh, is he ever. Is he ever. not? He is just. Oh, I was listening to a podcast today. It was a super old episode. And it was, um, they were asked, um, who would you like to stroke your hair as you die? Uh-huh. Like, hold you and stroke your hair as you die? And I said, Daniel Day Kim for sure. And also, oh no, I've lost the name already. Fuck my memory. I'm so sorry. This must be so painful for everyone who isn't me. Um, it's going to be worth it. I fucking promise. Oh no, I'm not on the right side. It is someone who is named Octavia Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> it is someone who is named Octavia Spencer. That's Yes. Don't you think they would just be, like, so warm and so kind and gentle with you? Yeah. Uh, who would yours be? Um, oh, God, I don't know. That's a good question. Daniel Day-Lewis, perhaps? No. No? That's kind of weird. What the hell? Sorry, I'm, oh, like, no. looking... I'm, like, looking for something, and what I'm looking for is not what my phone is showing me. I'm very confused. Mm. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Can I come back to that question? Of course. Okay. We're stealing it from a different podcast, so okay. no pressure. <laughs> so it's all good, is what you're saying. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm enjoying this Netflix trend of, like, making these kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about them that I think is, you know, like, they're, they're very pure, and at the end, that's what I like about it, like, you know that at the end of the day, like, they're, like, watching Hallmark movies, just better. Oh, for sure. Better acting, better budgets, but also, yeah. like, we, we cried in this one. Yes, there was definitely crying. It was emotionally, like, touching, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always happen in a... I'm gonna say rarely happen in a Hallmark, probably. No, no it does not at all. But at the but what I like about it is at the end of the day, like you know that your characters are going to be okay, right? Like they're gonna be with the people that they're supposed to be with, and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a romantic comedy, so. Yeah. Like it's so, not respect the stakes are low. Yes, but also like. It just, it was so fucking hilarious. 
Like, I didn't think it was going to be... Like, obviously, those are two very funny people. But I didn't think it would be <laughs> just, like, a fucking riot beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. very, very surprising, and I loved it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, unexpectedly good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, was, I was pretty sure I was going to like it, but I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. And I did not expect, like you said, I did not expect to cry. Um, no, like and I think that's too, like, I know some people can be turned off by Ali Wong because her stand-up is just, it's this particular, like, tone. It is raunchy as shit, and I love it. It is, and it's, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, you know Eliza Skinner? Yep. I don't like her comedy. Okay. And I feel like she's the extreme end of this, like, tone that Ali Wong is kind of in the middle of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. God, she's so funny. I'm glad we both watched it. Yeah, well, and it was funny because when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she's probably watched it, but I never <laughs> We never actually talked about it. Which is just funny that we didn't talk about it. No. Yeah, you've been so busy, though. It's hard it's to... It's true. It's hard to have those convos when you're like, well, I need to, like, sleep right now or I will die. It's true. That is and I'm tough. like, I think I'm caught up on sleep for, like, life, so you, you go right ahead. Yeah, it's been, um... Yeah, it's been busy. That's true. That's very, very true. I'm hoping... Maybe this is a convo that's best served off pod. Okay. But I would love to do a live watch of one of our movies, preferably the day after tomorrow. Either over exam break uh-huh. or like as soon as school is done. Because I just like cannot wait to watch that movie again. So it's been like three years since I last saw it. The way you just phrased that. <laughs> because of the name, the fucking name of this dumb fucking movie, when you're like, I'd like to watch, like, preferably the day after tomorrow, and I was like, well, that's not gonna work, because I have these 900 things I need to do, and I was oh. like, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> that's the title. That's the movie that we're gonna watch. Did it's you not hear the good. emphasis in my voice of the capital letters in the words? Unfortunately, I did not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, I didn't. I didn't hear the emphasis. But now that I know that you're not trying to uh, make me do things when I don't have time, mm-hmm. I think we should. I think that'd be great fun. And I also think it'd be really funny if we could manage to get it so that our our like feeds were approximately three seconds off. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it would just be... <laughs> it would just be chaos. It's so good. Oh, no. Just, you'd be like, <gasps> and I'd be like, what? Oh, my God! <laughs> every single time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't we do that once for something? Maybe. I don't know. Or have we did a live watch where we're not in the same room? No. I don't think so. Not yet. Hmm. First time for everything. Yes, we can absolutely do that. I'm going to take a couple days off over exams. And... Yay! Yeah. So excited. My plan during those days off is to clean my house, but I will gladly do a watch of a movie where if I don't have to clean my house. So there you go. Oh, you can take approximately, I don't know, how long is a podcast record? Four hours the way we do it? <laughs> it's true. It's a big long process. <laughs> it 
It is a process. Well, I know you've been super busy, but is there anything else that you're, like, soups excited about? Anything you've read? Any other thing you've watched? Um, what have I done lately? Have I read anything that's new? Oh, I did buy this book. I'm about three quarters of the way done. It's called Playing Through the Whistle. Oh, yes. And it's a nonfiction about football uh, in of Pennsylvania. It's re- I read some excerpts of it on Twitter because the guy at the author like I followed him on Twitter and so there was some stuff that had been like you know I, I don't know if it was on Long Reads or Sports Illustrated or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was on Sports Illustrated. And then and so I read some of it and I was like, oh yeah. And then I remember the book got released and it was in hardcover and I was like, oh, I'm not paying hardcover prices. That's horseshit. Um, but I was at the bookstore last weekend. Um, last weekend, the weekend before, weekend before, and mom. Uh, she let me use her birthday like 20% off extra 20% off oh nice at chapters and so I bought that book for me and then I bought a bunch of books for kids because uh, that's a thing that I do apparently um anyway and I'm this book is fascinating about this town in just like kind of outside Pittsburgh and in the middle of in the middle of like just the industrial heartland, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, the steel mill closes, and yet somehow this town, with all of its problems and all of its socioeconomic issues and whatever, still churns out, like, great football players. Mm-hmm. And they win state championships at the high school. And, like, it's just, it's absolutely fascinating. And I've been really enjoying it. That's cool. So is it that, like, is it, does the book offer any sort of god what am i even trying to say here i don't talk to usually anyone ever during the day except for my dog so it's hard to have a conversation sometimes um do they posit any conclusions as to why or are you not that far in the book like why they are so successful despite all this shit um, kind of a little bit, but it mostly deals with, like, just the death of this town and how football is the thing mm-hmm. that keeps them, keeps it together. Yeah, it's their, their outlet, their... Yeah, like, it's, I mean, and it's, it's not Texas football, right? It's not, like, yeah. reading Friday Night Lights. Because mm-hmm. that, I mean, that was, like, the book Friday Night Lights is, is different in that it sets, you know, in, um... West Texas, kind of at the end, we're in the middle of, like, the recession in the 80s, right? And so it's the same kind of thing. Where you have this town that, like, all that's left is this football team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, there's just something about it that I, I just find really, really, really fascinating. And it deals with, like, emigration into this town and this region and, and, you know, just the different populations that have that have have been there and and the different sort of um the different groups of people that have made that made that part of pennsylvania their home mm-hmm. and the conflict between some of them like yeah it's just it's yeah there's just it's really 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 cool do um, you like thinking about that and i'm just thinking about like literature and art specifically around um football (sighs) because I didn't realize that Friday Night Lights was set in the 80s like the book yeah so 
Did you like the movie, Friday Night Lights? Yeah, I loved it. I'm curious what your ranking of football movies is, because there's a ton of them. Um, okay, The Replacements is number one. <laughs> I was... didn't expect that. Oh, have you watched okay. that movie? It's yes, so it's fucking good. crazy. It's so goddamn good. It's got Keanu. I know, it's so Pete good. Keanu. Actually, I think right now is Pete Keanu, but that's a I different conversation. Pete, I think Keanu's been peaking since 1991. <laughs> so like, I think just every time he does something new, it's just like, oh, that's Pete Keanu. Because, like, look at him in speed. Are you kidding me? Come on now. And then he just, like, keeps working his way up. Well, I think we can both agree that Pete Keanu was lost during Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, but he was so good in that. Oh, the so- accent was crazy. He's so good. Um, yeah, I think he's just been peaking since 1991. It's just like he's just he's on a roller coaster that only goes up. Like he's just yeah. Or he's just like constantly peak. So his whole life is like it's like a little slope and then you get to 91 and it's like a straight up cliff and then it's just straight across. <laughs> yeah, and that's where he is. He's just at the top of that curve and he's never coming down. Um, yeah, my number one, yeah, okay. So number one football movie is The Replacements. I fucking love it. It's great. It's so okay. fucking good. I love it so much. Um, I think my number, oh, I don't know. I gotta think about this. Um... Do you want to do top three or five? Uh, well, I don't know. I got got to. So I don't. Here's the thing. I will say this right now. Rudy is not in my top five. Um, Rudy's not very good. I mean, it's fine. But I know lots of people just really love it. And then Mm -hmm. you look at it, and it's like, oh yeah, they kind of let him on the team because he like begged for a job. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's just something about it that really bothers me. Um, okay. Okay, so here we go. I just I needed to look at some stuff. So, yes, yeah, so we're going to put the replacements at the top. We're going to follow that with Any Given Sunday. See, that's what I expected to be your number one. Fuck me. That speech at the end of that movie is so goddamn good. Yeah, so any... No, I love the replacements more. Um, any Given Sunday is number two. Uh, I'll say Friday Night Lights probably is number three. Um, okay. What else do we got here? Can I offer you a Remember the Titans, my favorite football movie? You can, but not quite. It's not quite there just yet for me. It is good, though. Uh, Except for fucking Ryan Gosling. It's all his fault. Sunshine! Man, he was so bad at what he did. If he'd have been better. (laughs) If he'd have been better. uh, Oh my god, are you saying that a movie's quality hinges on Rygos? Uh, yeah. Young Rygos? Yes. Anti-peak Rygos? Oh, uh, yeah. Again, he is also on a roller coaster that only goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, sorry, what did I say? Replacements Any Given Sunday. I think Friday Night Lights will be number three. Um, I would say... <sighs> this is tough. Because I think, like, I really like The Blind Side, but it's not as much of a football movie. As it is a movie about a white woman? Yeah, but I also a blonde really like white it. woman. But I also really like it with magnificent breasts. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's true. She does. Sandra Bullock, as what's her face, is a god. So there you go. A hundred percent. We've just solved the mystery. Um, 
I really like Invincible with Mark Wahlberg, too, like, a lot. Okay. I'm adding um, that to the list. I really like We Are Marshall. Because it's Matthew McConaughey, but also because it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I remember the Titans is good up there. I, I don't know, like, those would be my top three. And then, like, yeah, I remember the Titans is up near the top, and probably We Are Marshall. Usually the sports movies that I like the best are the ones that make me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I also super, super really liked Leatherheads. I thought it was really funny. Um, ah, Clunes. But, but not as, like, a great football movie. I just thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Fair enough. But yeah, those, are, those would be my top three. Okay. And then, like, the honorable mentions are We Are Marshall, Remember the Titans. And Leatherheads. Um, Leatherheads. And Invincible. And Invincible. The Waterboy's kind of funny. <laughs> oh my god. I like the Waterboy. And then, like, there, then I got a soft spot in my heart for Varsity Blues because, you know. I don't want your laugh. Right, because I I've was like, never seen that movie, and yet I know that quote verbatim. Of course you do, and like you had the right intonation and everything. Um, Thank you. But like, it came out when I was sixteen, so there's just or sixteen or seventeen or whatever. So like, there's just something about it that's like right in that. Right. Yeah, but like Friday Night Lights, the TV show surpasses all of those things, hands down. Of course, of course. So. Let's not. Yeah. You know, joke about it. Okay, cool. So what's new with you? Not too much. Um, I read an excellent book called Homegoing. Oh, I've read that. I'm going to butcher this name and I'm so sorry. I think it's Yagayasi. I think. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and it's fucking incredible. So, it came out in 2016, so I'll refresh you, because I'm sure you read it as soon as it came out, because it was incredible. But, um, the premise of the book is that, um, there are two daughters of this woman who are separated by just, like, random circumstance in, um... Uh, oh my god, Ghana in like, I think the 1600s or 1700s no dates are ever given so that's why I'm questioning it, yeah, Ghana and after that first chapter, the book is split into all these different chapters in which the next chapter isn't those two original women, but the next generation of that side of the family uh-huh and it was so, so difficult to read. After every chapter, I would either cry or need a break to go pet my dog or, like, go for a walk. Uh-huh. Because each chapter is just the definition of generational drama. But it was so, so beautifully written. And the end the two families get tied together in like just the most gorgeous and beautiful way oh my god it's like it's one of those books that's just gonna stick with me forever Uh it was very very good and I liked how it told you 
a, a long story through those small snippets. Like it didn't, the book didn't waste time, which I super appreciated because I hate it when books waste my time. But also just to see the different subtle changes through the generations and how like socially and culturally you can see the time also change with that because it never tells you dates it never says you know 30 years later it just says it introduces this new character you and then tells you eventually whose child they are right and i thought that was so clever that you feel so absorbed into the story that you're not necessarily searching out those details, but when they hit you, you're like, oh, and all of a sudden all the puzzle pieces come together and make sense. But yeah. fuck, it was sad. <laughs> it really was. It reminded me, like, when I read um, Sing Unburied Sing, mm-hmm. it was the same, I had the same kind of feeling. Like, it was so good, but, like, holy fuck. Like, it was, it was just a lot to read. Yeah. And, oh yeah, it sounds like this is generally the same type of story. Um, I just couldn't... It was just really hard to plow through it. Like, it was one of those books that forced you to slow down and be like, no, I need what I just told you, and this general experience is fictional, but of course is based in a lot of historical fact Uh and it like really confronts you with that because you think if you didn't get taken for slavery well maybe life in Africa was okay and then you're just like oh no remember remember those fun things colonialism and imperialism and Eurocentrism remember those things those things still fucking suck (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, it was it was good. I really, I really thought it was well done. I think my mom bought it for me actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember why, what the what the occasion was, but yeah, I read it like kind of right away, and it was really really good. Yeah, so I highly recommend that. I recommend just doing if you can, like do it slowly, because I do think it needs that like sink in time. But also, like, make sure that you're <laughs> giving yourself breaks. Because even if you're doing it solely, it's it's a heartbreaker. Like, it really brought me down for a few days. And, like, I'm so happy I read it. And it, like, the last chapter is so beautiful and so hopeful that you, like, it, it's not just, like, trauma, 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 trauma. Um, and that really lifts it up at the end. But just, like, pace yourself, man. It's what I recommend, though. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those things, like, sometimes, you know, you read something and, like, you just want to read, like, read it so just, because you read fast and I read fast, and so we both Mm -hmm. have the same problem of, like, burning through that stuff. Yeah. And not always being able to savor it, and it always seems to me that the only books I'm ever really able to savor are, like, books that, I don't know if savor is the word I'd want to use. Right, because it's not necessarily, like, a super posy experience. Yeah, like, homegoing is not something that you want to savor. It's really good. But, like, I'm not going to sit there and, like, just sit there when it's done and hold the book closed and, like, be like oh, that was a that was a great read. You know, it was yeah. a, a delightful read, because it wasn't. Yeah, let's see what Jack Reacher does next. Yeah. No, it's not one of those. 
pretty sure he meets a woman and then fucks her. I'm pretty sure that's what he does. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm reading Midnight Line right now. Yep. And um, I've mostly been reading a lot of Jack Reacher because my dad has too, so it's fun to like talk to him about how crazy this character is. And today he thought about um, just shoving a person into, oh no, that's going to be hell for audio. <laughs> did you hear that? I did. <laughs> um, uh, Jack Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bo, come here. Come here, bud. Come here. <laughs> yeah, let's change. No. Got a silence speaker in it. Only other dogs can hear this one. Take this one. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh my god. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, Jack Reacher. Oh yeah. So he, his whole plan in confronting this dude, like right at the start of the book, like Jack Reacher is no chill, was to um, put him in an industrial dryer and turn it on and see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yep. I'm like, okay. So I screenshotted that and sent it to my dad and said, classic Jack Reacher. So we'll see what happens when he sees that, I don't know, in eight hours when he wakes up. Yeah. Yeah, no, Jack Reacher, he's a, he's an interesting guy. But yeah, those are the kind of, I mean, and those aren't the kind of books you want to savor either. They're not like, it's not the same kind of thing. Right? But I can just burn through them and... They're still, like, deadly. they're still enjoyable. I, oh, Yeah. I enjoy them, and I was reading um, the Stephanie Plum novels. I read, like, six of them in two days, because, like, they're a fast read. They're a little mystery, and, like, it fills some sort of satisfaction in you, but that's... Homegoing is a different type of fulfillment, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and it's nice, too, to have something like that. And I find that now that I'm reading some of the nonfiction, like this this, this one that I'm reading, like The Plank for the Whistle, it kind of reads like that. Because you know that at the end like things are sort of okay, but not. Yeah. Right? Like like it's some sort of multi-layered. Yeah. And so you know that like the story ends okay-ish. Mm-hmm. But like also, no. Like it's not great. I think we call that bittersweet. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's the word I would use for this one in particular, but yeah, like mm. it is that sort of, it's almost like a Pyrrhic victory at the end, right? Like, you know, it's very hollow. Oh, I see. Because you're like, eh, everything's fine, but at the same time, it's not fine. Because look how much they had to get through to get it to be like mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you read Homegoing. It was good. I liked that one. It was really good. And, yeah, it was just, I was so, I felt so guilty about how long it was taking me to read. But I literally could not read it any faster. I was trying, and it was just like, no, you got to slow down. You can't just, you can't just plow through it. But what I have been plowing through is, oh, my God, my dog just fell off the couch. Um, oh, you found another squeaky. Good for you. Good for you. Where is that squeaker? There's two in it. Oh, great. Okay, you're just going to tug on it. Um, 
<laughs> Speaking of plowing through, um, I, you know how I'm such an Anglophile. Yeah. And I've been watching Victoria on PBS Masterpiece. Okay. It's so fucking good, Megan. Oh my god. Really? It's just like The Crown, but Jenna Coleman and Tom Hughes, and it's like, <coughs> oh no. It's amazing how much like The Crown it is. Like yeah. in, in that show, you have um, Prince Philip, who's like challenged to find a sense of place in this disordered chaos of Buckingham Palace, and he needs to feel like he has a sense of title and position, and it's just like fucking Prince Albert is doing the exact same shit. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy how much men cannot stand being married to a powerful woman. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's I think so that's good. Oh, also, um what's his nuts who plays the one who abdicated? Yeah. Is also in Victoria. Oh, interesting. Because there's like seven actors in England. We know this to be true. Yeah, and he also plays an absolute racist dickhole in that movie. Namely, King Leopold of Belgium. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, he, that's, that is a racist dickhole, if ever there was one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough stuff for that guy. So, okay, so if this episode, what were we going to call it? The one with the magnificent breasts? Yeah. We could also now call it the racist dickhole. Yeah. Oh, man. Or the one with the, the, one with the squeaker, because... <laughs> That's clearly the thing that's happening on your end. Yeah, and he's also just like, he wants that squeaker toy so fucking bad, Megan. Oh my god. <laughs> I might actually see if I can throw it outside from here. Okay, yeah. cool. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went outside. Okay, I'm going <laughs> oh, oh. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just keeping it real professional here on the garbage fire pod. Oh, you know, what's a single mother to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, Victoria is very excellent. Jenna Coleman, like... You don't do much, like, capital A acting when you're starring in Doctor Who, but man, she freaking crushes it in this show, let me tell you what. Nice. Yeah, I haven't watched anything new. I've just been, like, recycling. And season six of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is on Netflix now, so I'm just like, oh, I'll just watch this. Um. Oh, I'm, I'm so behind. I didn't even know that. I'll have to do that as well. Yeah, I feel like that was maybe just last week, perhaps, that okay. it showed up. Yeah, it was. it's good. Season 6 is good. Have you noticed that um, the whatever the fucking algorithm that they use on Netflix right now, it fucking sucks? Like, it has gone down in quality so much. Like, their brand new stuff, like Always Be My Maybe, wasn't even in the new releases section. I had to go search for it. I know, and like, also, Netflix, if anyone is listening... Just let me, let me just bring, yeah, that's true. Let me just star my stuff instead of thumbs up and thumbs down. Yeah. Like, why, why did you get rid of that? I liked being able to have five options instead of only two. 
Yeah. I also liked... Remember when they used to have those lists of, like, you know, movies to watch with a girlfriend? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, movies when you're sad and it's raining outside. Like, they don't have those anymore. And that was fucking clutch. If the answer to movies when you're sad and it's raining outside isn't Dear John, then why are, you, why are we even having this conversation? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. Like, if you want to cry, that's a good one. To me, it's usually Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, God, yes. That's such a fucking great movie. It really is. I was just watching a thing on YouTube before you called, um, and it was like a compilation of something from The Office. Oh, like, of course. <laughs> well, no, because like, there's the office in Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine. There's all these like little ten minute things, and it was like I think this one was like Michael's best impressions or something like that. Oh no. And uh, I can't. I don't remember what any of them were. They were all terrible, but it was funny because it was there was one of them from like season one, and I was like, man, somehow out of all of that, Steve Carell just like leveled up hard. For sure. Well, like, he, he got hair plugs. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that's what it was. <laughs> but like it just but also like Michael Scott in like season one especially, he wore like super ill fitting suits and Oh, like, and he's he's just a fucking mess in a dirt bag. Like he's disgusting. Yeah. And somehow season two he's just like a lovable scamp. Yeah. Yeah. Season one he's season one he's very much like what's his face on the British office. Yes. Just an absolute dirtbag. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And so, but yeah, it's, it was just funny, like, just noticing that. Cause, and then, yeah, like, Crazy Stupid Love, I think, was the first time where you realized that, like, Steve Carell wasn't Michael Scott. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that was really, oh, for me, yes, like, yes, the first yes. time where you realized he wasn't, like, he wasn't actually his character in that case. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, my dog's doing something. Keep talking. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, so the Netflix thing, you're right, because I've been missing, I noticed that too with Always Be My Maybe, it's not there. Um, and also I've noticed that, like, it, it doesn't seem to suggest things that I'll actually like, even though I do rate stuff with, like, a thumbs up. Yes. It doesn't seem to, like, necessarily give me... What you want. Yeah, or it's like, I've clearly watched every other movie that you have on this fucking service like this. And you're telling me this is only a 47% match? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, 100%. And to not even... Um, like, when it's a series, I've found... Or, um, like, a series of movies. Sometimes it won't even have, like, the second one listed. Uh-huh. Like, to watch next. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, it's... yeah, it's, And I wonder if part of that is a push towards, like, some of their newer programming, like, their own programming or something. I don't know. Which is sure, fine. Like, I don't think I've necessarily watched a ton of their programming that's bad. No, me neither. But it's just like, you know what I don't want to watch? Avatar The Last Airbender. Why is it even in my list? Yeah, see, if I could give it a one-star rating, it would go away. Yeah, for sure. But I can't, because I feel like the thumbs down also doesn't work the same way. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So, I was talking to Erin uh, on the weekend, and we were doing some marking and stuff, and she sent me this thing, because we were laughing about it. Uh, it was a series of would-you-rathers. Mm-hmm. And some of them are a little insane. Can't wait. 
Um, some of them are not, sorry, not would you rathers, either ors. Sorry, I apologize. Um, I don't know where these are from. Um, the internet. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what she, That's like. That's good enough. Where she found this from. Hang on here. Oh, this is, okay, I understand. Okay. Um... So we'll start with we'll start with a, an easy one here. Would you rather live in the Star Wars universe or the Star Trek universe? Star Trek, a hundred percent. Okay. Would you rather have your lair be underwater, or on the side of a cliff? Oh fuck! Those are both bad. Ugh. Underwater, because I fucking love whales. Someone here said, one drunk shark, for the underwater one, a drunk shark could shoot at your lair and the pressure would explode the facility. And I think that is a great argument for why it should be in the side of a cliff. Okay. <laughs> no. One drunk shark yeah. is the best first three lines to a novel ever written. <laughs> like, what is, what is the rest of that story? I don't even know. It's just like it's just like Mrs. Jaws, just like looking for her husband. <laughs> Mrs. Jaws. And she's just been despondent ever since he got blown up. Bold of you to assume one? Jaws wasn't a female Jaws. I don't know. I just always thought that Jaws was a dude. I don't know, as a male shark. I don't know why. Like I watched that movie when I was like seven. Oh, too early. So who knows? Would you rather eat three hundred donuts? in four hours for $500 or drink a cup of sour milk for $50? No. The donuts for sure. Sour milk. I can't even drink regular milk. Sour milk would literally kill me. Would you rather get chopped up? I think I would rather go with the donuts too. But like 300 donuts is a lot of donuts. Mm -hmm. In four hours? Eh, Four hours is a long time. That's 75 donuts an hour. <laughs> Fuck yeah, That's more is. than a donut a minute. That's too many donuts. <laughs> you would die. The diabetes would kill you and the fact Megan, but what a way to go. That's true. Uh, would you rather get chopped up by a wood chipper or run over by a steamroller? So, we're comparing Fargo and Austin Powers right now? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. I think Steamroller would be faster. Probably. Um, what else do we have here? Would you rather, this is awful, amputate the feet of two friends or <laughs> amputate one of your own feet? Two friends. I got no heart, man. I would rather just kill myself because I don't want to touch anyone's feet. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Sorry, Megan. No, it's okay. Um, what else do we have? No. Like, the, okay, so this is, like, where they're unrelated. Like, I don't understand this. Would you rather swear in every sentence forever or constantly have your hand down your trousers? Like, why wouldn't you just take your hand out of your fucking pants? Like, I don't understand. Anyway, obviously I'm going to swear. Like, I think that's my way of saying I'm just going to swear forever and always. Well, yeah. It's not even, like, the social embarrassment of what your hands are doing in your trousers, but also it's just so impractical. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Would you rather eat cheese for the rest of your life 
or eat potatoes for the rest of your oh, life. Oh, no. And you can't have cheesy potatoes. That is oh, a cop-out. Oh, no. Megan, this is my Sophie's choice. <laughs> this is it. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Oh, my God. You've seriously stalled my brain. Okay, read it. Read the phrasing again. Would you rather eat cheese for the rest of your life or potatoes for the rest of your life? See, the thing is, like, just eating cheese all the time, you're just going to get constipated. It's true. But with potatoes... Are you really going to be in any nutritional green space? No. Well, you're going to actually be better than if you just... Yeah, no, potatoes aren't bad for you. No, but I mean, like, you're not... It just sounds like you're either only eating potatoes for the rest of your life or just cheese. Yeah. And I think potatoes might be a little more versatile for every meal, so I'm going to go potato. Yeah, me too. Because you could boil them and then mash them and then fry them. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. Potatoes. Uh, or you just fry up your mashed potatoes. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. You're welcome. You have my attention. <laughs> yeah, that's when they're the best. When they get, like, just that little bit, like, crispy on the bottom. Oof, so good. Mm. Uh, would you rather have no fingers or have no ears? Ears. Was that too that fast? Was, no, that was just really easy for you, I guess. She's just... Um, well, the I'm only just... thing my ears do right now are hold up my glasses. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, what else? What else do we have here? Some of these are just bad, so I'm just skipping past them because they're dumb. Um, would you rather... Have triplets or be a triplet? Be a triplet. Of course. I want two other people to be mentally connected to me at all times. We'll do fucking so many rad crimes, Megan. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Okay, would you rather get gas every time you're around someone you're attracted to or burp (laughs) after every time you kiss someone? Oof, a doofa. I feel like gas could always be explained away to someone or something else. But you just can't push down a burp. That's true. Well, you could. You could try and try and swallow it down when you're, like, 30 and gross. Mm-hmm. Rather than uh, going, silence! <laughs> um, okay. What else do we got here? Would you rather know what happened to Atlantis or save the Library of Alexandria from burning? Oh, the Library of Alexandria, for sure. What if it wasn't as impressive as we think it was? But I think you're going to get some sort of context for probably hundreds of things. True, but the other reason I'm thinking of it is I'm thinking of, like, when the... the um, peasants like stormed the Bastille and thinking that they were gonna like take down the symbol of the king's oppression and in it they found like six crazy people and a bunch of guns <laughs> like just just the most aka 
armed sidekicks, Megan. <laughs> right? Like, AKA backup. <laughs> like, I remember, if I remember right, one of the guys that was in there, his family had him committed because they didn't want him to, like, inherit his father's fortune. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's just, I love it. Anyway, not saying that the, the Library of Alexandria wouldn't, it, to save it from burning would be great, but I've just always wondered, like, what if it wasn't as great as we think it was? Okay, I have the list of people who are imprisoned. Okay. Four foragers. This is super great. Put them on your team. A quote-unquote lunatic, the guy you just talked about. Uh-huh. Uh, Auguste Claude Tavernier. I'm very proud of all that French. Who had tried to assassinate <laughs> Louis XV 30 years before. One quote-unquote deviant aristocrat. The Comte de Solange. Imprisoned by his father using a letter de, de sachet. That doesn't make any sense to me. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, None like of those... That's, like, what are you... What are you accomplishing? <laughs> absolutely not. Well, no, but people didn't know that that's what was in there, I guess. I think they just assumed that they would be, like... You know. Anyway. Would you rather yes. eat a stick of butter or Ugh. drink a bottle of maple syrup? Oh, God. Syrup. Couldn't stand the texture of biting through butter. Ugh. No. Oh, no way. Gross. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Um, would you rather sleep only three hours a night on an extremely comfortable bed or sleep as long as you want on a cold rock? Well, you're not going to sleep on a cold rock. So, three hours a night. Are you ready for this one? Oh, no. <laughs> the equivalency on this is amazing. Would you rather be attractive but get punched in the face every morning or <laughs> be ugly? <laughs> what an incredible dichotomy. Wow. It just shows you what's really important to people, hey? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Obviously, I'm not going to choose physical violence. I'm a pacifist and a coward. Like, I feel like you could answer this one for me. Are you ready? Yes. Would you rather be overworked in a cramped factory or live completely alone on an island? Live completely alone on an island. Um. Uh, like, isn't that weird that someone thinks that that's negative to I know. you? I know. Like, I think that's a fucking dream, man. Like, God. I, I read something today on my, like, Apple News thing. It popped up, and uh, I can't remember who. Somebody is mad that Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband, like, have separate homes. Oh, the dream. They and live together like, four days a week? Amazing. Yeah, and I was like, that is the absolute fucking dream. Yeah, she gets a weekend off every weekend. And you have your space, <laughs> and, like, you don't have to be around the person all the time. Ugh, anyway. Uh, would you rather sprout a tail or sprout a horn? Okay, wait, what? Would you rather have a tail or a horn? Oh, I thought you said something different. Um... Am I trying to hide either of these things? I don't think so. Oof. Well, a tail's gonna be very handy at swatting flies away. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be hard to get pants. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go horn. Okay. This one just makes me laugh. Are you ready? Yeah. 
Would you rather have a spouse who has trees for arms or a spouse with alligator arms? <laughs> what? Oh my god. I didn't write these. I just think they're funny. Alligator arms, I guess. At least they're arms and not yeah. like branches. Yeah. Would you rather live an average life and be forgotten or go down in history for doing something terrible? Oh, forgotten for sure. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> I know the answer to this question. Would you rather have a lover who only speaks on Mondays or have a lover who only speaks in Pig Latin? Presumably oh. every day. Like, who is writing these? These aren't the same. No, I know. This is a good one. I like this one. Would you rather only have a first grade education or live in a world where everyone else only has a first grade education? Oh, shit. No. Fuck. These are both terrible. Although it kind of feels like we're living in the latter. Yeah, kind of. So I guess that one. At least I could be like the ruler. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably, I feel like. I know the answer to this question for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Would you rather have to sleep three hours every day or 15 hours every day? Obviously, it's 15. <laughs> I, like, have to. Yeah. <laughs> have to. Um, or what? You'll die? I don't know. I'm not sure what the <laughs> conditions... Oh, here's a good one. Would you rather be almost deaf or hear everything two minutes later? Aren't they both kind of the same? <laughs> no, like, I think, you, I, think, I think it means you hear them perfectly. It just, it comes later. So you don't have, like, the ability to, like, communicate. Oh, God. I guess almost deaf, then. <laughs> I know which one we're going to end on. I just found it. Are you ready? Yeah. Last one. Would you rather be Ben Affleck or Matt Damon? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, Megan, I don't want to be a mediocre white man. I'm already a mediocre white woman. Oh, that's funny. Oh. Okay, fine. I just, I just, because of your, how much you don't like Matt Damon. Um... Fine, fine, fine. Oh, we did that one already. <laughs> this is a good one. Would you rather... Well, I just think it's funny. Would you rather work 10 hours a day, 4 days a week, or 8 hours a day, 5 days a week? How about 12 hours a day, 5 days a week? How about that? <laughs> how about real life? And how about more on the weekends? Um, oh, this here, we'll end on this one. Would you rather steal an elderly woman's purse... Or tell ten orphans that Christmas is cancelled. Oh, God. The orphans part is really tough. Because, like, I could tell ten just kids that Christmas is cancelled. I could do that. Because Christmas is bullshit. But orphans can't take away that small joy from them. I've read Les Mis. So what if the orphans are in a place where they don't celebrate Christmas? That's your loophole. That's how you get around it. Okay. (laughs) And you're like, well. And the grandma is Hitler. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. Do we have, like, questions at all? We do have questions. I have lots of questions, actually. Okay, let's let's plow through these before my dog just revolts. Okay, um, well, that was from earlier. Hang on. Uh, Riva wanted to know... Um, describe your dream house. Oh. And this... I already have an answer to this, because I've been thinking about this since Sunday, because that's when I asked for the questions. <laughs> okay. My dream house is basically... Is it the house from To All the Boys I Loved Before? No, it is <laughs> uh, the house in uh, The Boys Are Back with Clive Owen. I have that's to Google this. I don't know. I don't know if it actually shows up, like anywhere. It's it's like they didn't film it on a soundstage. They filmed it. Um, they filmed it on, in an actual house, and it's like somewhere in Australia. I don't know. And it's gorgeous. It's beautiful, and everything's all whitewashed, and there's wood floors and like white walls, and it's just beautiful. Hmm. And that's the house that I want, and I want it on an island all by myself. So you never have to talk to anyone except for me. Actually, Pretty no. Much. You don't want that either. <laughs> Uh, no, no I wouldn't mind talking to people, but just to be all alone on an island by myself would be pretty fucking great. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. But, like, yeah, it would just... And, and it has, like, a wraparound porch. Yeah. So that you have... You can see out of the sun, which means... And then your windows also don't get a whole bunch of direct sun on them in the heat of the day. Um, a fire pit in the backyard. Love it. Yeah, it'd be good. My husband and I have had something we call dream house in our brains since we started dating. Oh god, now I have to do math. 14 years ago. And there's a few very special features about dream house. One is that it has retractable Christmas lights. Okay. So you you only have to put them up once and then they just like zoom away in this in the non-christmas times and they're just like covered by like the eaves alternatively what if you had again i know you can get this a buddy that i know has like uh lights in the soffits in his house that he can turn on like they can be white or colored or whatever yeah and And so then instead of christmas lights then you just have these lights that you can use all the time and then just change the colors or whatever when it's time for christmas yeah, I do like the idea of a house, like, in Christmas lights, though. Um, second feature, which is so crucial, I think, is master bed and ensuite upstairs and master bed and ensuite downstairs so that in the wintertime, you sleep in the upstairs, and in the summertime, you sleep in the basement. Oh, that's really smart. Do you have double yes. sinks in your ensuite? Or can you handle one sink? No, double sinks, of course. Of course, and of course. And how course. big is your kitchen, and do you entertain eight days a week? No. Kitchen is average size, and no one even knows the address to my house. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and it's on, an, it's on the other side of my island, isn't exactly. it? Let's be honest here. Excellent. Exactly. But we do it. only communicate by phone. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) phone and text at all hours of the day. (laughs) It also has pantry between garage and kitchen. Mm -hmm. So when you're bringing groceries in. Oh, the dream. So much easier. 
And, oh my gosh, it's been so long since I even thought about this. I think those were the big three. Yeah, that's what our, like, 18-year-old brains thought were, was brilliant. Nice. I like the idea of, like, the pantry from the, the garage to the kitchen, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great idea. boot room, and then immediately pantry, and then immediately on the other side of that kitchen. Yeah, that's genius. Hell That's yeah, it is. Genius. Hell yeah, it. it is, Megan. I love it. That's kind of all I remember, though. Um. Okay. Um. Reva also wanted to know if you could change your career at this point in your life, what would you change it to? I'm like, I have no idea. Oh God, me neither. Hence, <laughs> I'm just like gesturing into midair. <laughs> for and your dog is probably like. No, he's being very moody. He's on the shades part of the couch, purposely looking in the opposite direction of me and uh, laying down because he's he's a drama queen. Um, Brett wants to know, wants us to comment on, I guess, um, the different, I guess maybe the difference between basketball players and hockey players when they are interviewed. Basketball players are allowed to have actual personalities and in fact it's encouraged. Uh-huh. So I feel like you get a lot more candid answers than you necessarily would in the NHL where it's just like, oh, you know, we give 110%, we followed our game plan, and they're a tough team, but we dug deep, you know, all that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, in in basketball, I think you get something that's a little bit more... Not necessarily, I'm not saying that they're just like, well, here's this paragraph answer that's, you know, very deep and very insightful. It, it just more feels like honest. Yeah, I would say so. Um, and I feel like, yeah, like, I feel like the hockey guys, like, they're just, they're just coached to how to be as uncontroversial as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and hockey's very much like a, a wee sport, right? Like, it's like... You know, oh yeah, like talk about your play to, oh yeah, we did this. And that's like, no, like you were amazing or you were terrible. Um, it wasn't, it's, it's not a whole team thing in this case. Whereas I think in basketball, like, yeah, they're encouraged to be like, yeah, yeah, I did this thing. It was great. Or man, I wish I would have made that shot. Like there's, you know. But I think they're also, I think even when they're talking about their own teammates, like they're they're much more direct. They're like, "Yes, he like we couldn't have done it without him. Like he's the reason our team is successful. Like he's the heart of this team." Like the they're more likely to say those things themselves whereas in the NHL a writer will write that. Right. Like they'll extrapolate what is kind of the subtext? I don't know. Hockey's yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> it is. It's dumb. And I hate it. Um, okay, Jess has some questions. Okay. Uh, is it worth staying at a job you hate? And what are the pros and cons of doing so? And money is not a factor. No. <laughs> not if it hurts your soul. I've done that twice and it nearly almost killed me two times. Do not do it. There's nothing more important than your own self-esteem and mental health. Yeah, if you really hate it, you should probably walk away. Mm-hmm. 
Um, like, it might be possible to tough it out for a little while, you know, out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, with an end date and an exit strategy in mind. Oh, for sure. Right. Like, you know, start gaming that game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, her next question is, should she rugby tackle Taylor Hall if she sees him at the NHL Awards? Obviously. Is he going? I don't know. Well, that's why she's, she's going, so. Oh, I didn't know that. That's very cool. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so anyway, the answer, my response to her immediately was yes, yes, you should. Absolutely. Holy shit. Tackle him. Um, so yes, there you go. Is it in Vegas again? Oh, neat. Yeah. Um, uh, what is your dream road trip? Oh, boy. Hmm. I kind of did mine. Yeah, I feel like I've done a lot of them. I think I'd like to drive the Alaska Highway. Oh, it's the best. Um, I think that'd be kind of cool, like, have a bunch of time and, and go do that. And I also think I'd like to drive the Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, that's a big one, too. Chris and I are talking about doing something like that this summer, because Norway Dad may not be in Norway. So we're trying to find kind of a way to fill that time that we had originally planned for that. And we're thinking of driving to Portland. Nice. And back, because we have a wedding in Kelowna on the way there. So, who knows? But it wouldn't be, obviously, the whole of it. Um, Here's an FMK from Jess. Mm -hmm. Five-star food, five-star accommodation, or five-star flights? So, by five-star flights, do you mean first class? Yeah, I think so. Fuck yeah, all the way. All the way. I can eat garbage food anytime, but I would kill for the capacity to lay down on an eight-hour flight. Yeah, that'd be pretty amazing. Like, there's no question. Um, And which of those would you kill? I don't need five-star accommodation. I think you get rid of that one, because you can get some pretty okay accommodations. Yeah. Like, a three-star is, like, you know, your local holiday yeah. in that's fine that's there's nothing fine. wrong with that um okay i have three from uh someone from work oh just fyi chris just got home so it will be okay. gong show the dog's gonna go gong show but it'll be fine okay so who would you cast in the hockey equivalent of space jam if it's not pk That's true. What are you even doing? Yeah, he's the only one with personality. Like, sure, Ovi would be a hilarious concept, but it's not going to make a whole movie. No, I think, well, I think PK, but I think, like, if you had, instead of him, instead of, like, him playing, like, the monsters, I think if you had him playing, like, other... Like, like Iceland? (laughs) No, yeah, yes. But no, if you had him playing other hockey players, I think, like, Ovechkin and Zidane Chara. And, like, I don't know, some other guys would make, like, good villains somehow. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you had to give someone a one-day tour of Edmonton, where would you take them? Ooh. 
And this is like, and it can be in any season. It doesn't have to just be like spring, summer, whatever. So where would you take them? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Where would I, one day. I'd go to Ram. Yeah. I'd do a walk through the river valley, like cross high level. Uh-huh. Like university campus, all that stuff. I really miss that. I'd go to... Uh, oh, God, it's been so long. I'm already forgetting what names are. I'd go to Pip for supper. Uh-huh. I'd go to High Voltage Cafe for falafel for lunch. Yes. And then just go to maybe something at the Jube. Okay. That's kind of just off the top of my head. But you tell me what yours is. I think I would do mine in the summer. Oh, yeah. I think I would do it for sure. on the Saturday of, uh, during, on a Saturday during the Fringe. Mm-hmm. So oh, just craziness. Your, yeah, so you start off your day with a ride on the high-level streetcar. Mm. And go see that, because I think that would be kind of fun. And then you come back, and then you go to Pip for brunch. Um, because it's there, and you might as well, and have the holidays, and just bathe in it. <laughs> um... <laughs> You order a tub of hollandaise. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I lied. You start your day off uh, with brunch at Pip, because they open early enough that you could do that. And then you get on the high-level streetcar. And then you get off the high-level streetcar. Um, presuming you can. I don't actually think you can, but I'm going to pretend that you can when you get to the other side. And then you go to the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you go to the Ram and whatever, and you go uh, come back down 97th Street towards Jasper and walk along like that's little promenade and then go to the funicular and like down by the hotel mcdonald because that's gorgeous for taking photos and stuff oh for sure um and then i think you go i think you have to go down into the river valley somewhere mm-hmm. like corlock park down maybe kind of that way and then you work your way back towards white ave and then you catch like a fringe show and then you just sort of enjoy that like atmosphere uh, late into the night, and then you can finish your day off if you really feel like it, because they'll be open late at Pip. Oh, God, Pip is so fucking good. I miss For it so much. fried manchego cheese. Oh, no, their mushroom yeah. orzo is fucking to die for. Oh, my God, I'm drooling just thinking about it. Um, and I have one more question. Oh, oh God, it's going to be an, fucking Jamie Ben related. It is not. It's an FMK, though, and I've been thinking about this for a long time. Okay. FMK. Tom Buchanan. Oh, no. <laughs> Nick Carraway. And Jay Gatsby. Shit. So here's what I would do. Shit. <laughs> I think you have to kill Nick and Jay just because. And then I think you just fuck Tom Buchanan once and then you kill him. Uh, oh, my God. That's what I think you have to do. This is just like... A mass murder happening. Yes, but I, I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Tom Buchanan wouldn't. Gatsby would be the worst because you're not Daisy, so like he's not going to be able to get it up. Oh, you think it's that bad, hey? I think so. And Nick, I don't know. I know he has his like weird dalliance with Jordan Baker, but I'm pretty sure he's a virgin. So like, whatever. Well, he okay. So sure, I agree with you partially. Gatsby's gotta go. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And I just Because I, he's Nick, just like he's a wet noodle. And Nick, I think, would just be too fucking needy. Oh my god. But here's the thing. 
Because he just needs everyone to like him all the time. Yes, but I think he's also inexperienced. So I think that you could technically marry Nick and improve that over time. Will it be mentally and emotionally exhausting? Of course it will. But it will be better than being married to Tom Buchanan, which is (laughs) a different type of mental and emotional exhaustion. But I still think that you fuck Tom Buchanan. Oh, yes, I totally agree. Just once. And then you kill him. Just get out of there. Yeah. How would you kill him? What's your method? With a car, obviously. (laughs) Just, like, fucking drive right over him and leave him in the Valley of Ashes to die. God, what with a, a steamroller! I don't know. <laughs> with a wood jipper. <laughs> Burn uh, yeah, him alive. If, if no, Tom Buchanan doesn't, if Tom Buchanan doesn't die in a car accident, then what are we even doing? Mm-hmm. Having this conversation. Oh, for sure. Totally agree. Um, and that's all. Those are all the questions I believe that I have. There was a question from Avery, but this was on Sunday, about how smelly Jurassic Park would be. I'm guessing real smelly. Oof. Yeah, it must have been horrific. Um, but yeah, that's all we have. Excellent. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) It is time to sign off. That is correct. Uh, I'm going to be real honest. Probably not going to get this edited tonight because I got some working I got to finish. Megan, Um, you do you. You do not have to apologize to me ever. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. So when this shows up on Friday morning, people are like, oh, hey, they're back. And then they'll know why. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, that's all we have for this week. You can find our stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yes, I did it right. (laughs) Um... (laughs) You can email us at garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com, which would be great, because the only emails that we get now are when I log into Google from a different computer. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, Is you have an you? alert. Security alert. Yes, it was me, Google. Thanks for thanks for coming out. Don't um, you feel a little bit flattered that Google is it, like, wait a minute, you might be someone someone would want to try to steal from. No, I feel like Ron Swanson when he realized that websites were tracking his behavior. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is this? Um, just let me sign in to see my shit. Like how I googled sheets yesterday because I want new sheets, and now today every single fucking ad is about some goddamn <laughs> sheets that I could buy somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that. Enemy of the state is going to be a real thing. Mm-hmm. Just wait for it. Um, we're I'm on Twitter at Mig14. We're kind of half on Twitter at Garbage Fire Pod, but not really. No, it's a hellscape. Um, it, yeah, it's... Also, terrible. just, like, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, sort of just kidding. What else do we have? The Instagram, which I've been woefully behind, but now I have, like, some actual shit based on what we recorded today that I will post. Okay, sweet. And also a website, garbagefirepodcast.com. Thanks, Tyler, for that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, at some point in time in the near future, we're going to record a couple, like, live movie watches, which I think will be sort of fun. Um, I still want to do a live watch of A Quiet Place where it's just us silent for however long. Um. Oh, God, I don't know if I can watch that movie twice. Weren't we going to do Battleship as well? Yes, we were, and then we didn't for some reason. Yeah, Battleship, Day After Tomorrow, and then we'll come up with, like, a third movie that's not as terrible. No, I think it should be, like, disaster still. Like... 2012? 
No, I can't handle him. What's his Can name? Can we watch... Um, I'm trying to think what else. Can Not... we do Pacific Rim? <sighs> but you like it too much. Fuck, that movie's so goddamn good. You like it too. It has to be, like, neutral enough. Oh, I like Battleship an awful lot too, but I also know it's real bad. We'll have to continue to talk about it. If you have yeah. suggestions, please send them yeah, to Megan. Yeah, please let us know. <laughs> yeah, send them to me. That's true. Um, and also... I think that's all. I think that's all. Yeah, we got all of our things. Um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Sorry, it's been a while. We apologize profusely, as always. Yeah, but, like, also, eh, no one's asking where we are, so here we are. This is the world that we <laughs> live in, people. You can't trust anyone or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Nick, whatever. <laughs> See, that's why I said marry him. We're just uh, we're just on the same level. Oh, we have so many good episode titles this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's all we have for this week. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster.